Corey and we are the real guys. This is Sign Radio and this is the real show with two E's. We've got a packed show for you today and we're your number one platform on the airwaves and YouTube for pop culture, film and television discussion. As always, I'm accompanied by my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I am doing very well, thank you. Good, good. We're on Instagram on the Real Show and on Twitter at the Real Show FM on Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts. Anywhere you get your podcasts, we're we're, we're there. You can listen to us. We're doing pretty well. We're, we're putting some new stuff up, so you can go and listen to that very soon. But today, today's today's a little bit of a follow up to something, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, we did this episode. God, it would have been like a couple, two, three months ago now. In May, we did it in May. It was yeah. Star Wars month. Do you remember? It was. It was Star Wars month. Hmm. For the entire month of May, we did a month themed on Star Wars. We did Star, our favorite Star Wars ships, our favorite Star Wars obscure characters. We, we reviewed Rogue One, didn't we? Yes, Rogue One, the first um, ten out of ten. Yeah, we also reviewed. Uh, uh, the new Star Wars animated TV show to come from Disney Plus and Lucasfilm and LucasArts. Uh, it is The Bad Batch. And now the series has concluded, is it not, Corey? It has indeed. I hope so, anyway. We will be reviewing the, the rest of the series, the entire series. Yes. We're not going to go episode by episode because that would just be silly. Yeah, it'll take way too long. Yeah, it'll take way too long. It'll take 16 more, more weeks. <laughs> yeah. It'll take 15 more weeks to do. But... Um, but but we're going to go back to uh, the series, have a look through our favourite moments, our favourite characters, our favourite bits, just episode by episode, and less linear than the first episode. And the first episode was just the pilot, so we're just going to we're going to advance on that. We're going to talk about the rest of the series. All right? Yeah. Now, good to me. one thing that I like to I like to sponsor on this show is okay. you get a lot of differing opinions. Right? We yes. don't always agree on things, Corey. <laughs> we don't. As was uh, Hoodwink, a great example of it. Yes, yes. Well, that's the less said about that, the better. Um, the the more that we don't agree on stuff, I feel like the better content we produce. So, with this episode, you you're not a Star Wars expert, are you? I am not. 
No, you don't I, know much about I have it. I a very, very base level of Star Wars. I can tell you who like all the main characters are if you showed me a picture. It's yes. about it. I can't name planets. I, <laughs> I can't no. really that. You can't name planets. You can't name you know obscure characters. You can't name ships. You can't name any no. of that sort of thing. You can't Unless name it's weapons. like an X-wing or something. Nothing, nothing you can do. You can just name the main things and that's about it, right? Yes, I've seen all the films. You've seen, you've seen and that's, all, that's my knowledge. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yes. Rogue One. Yes. Solo, if you're lucky, and that's about it. <laughs> if you're uh, lucky, you've seen, you've seen the Clone Wars. I know that. I have. I have. Okay, I know that. Um, and also, at the end of this, we will be giving the Bad Batch a real rating. We will. Now, I remember that we gave the first episode a real rating. We I did. believe so. We did. And we'll give the entire series a real rating as well. So look forward to that. But let's jump into it. Uh, advancing off the Clone Wars Season 7, if you've watched yeah. the Clone Wars Season 7 on Disney+, Plus, have you? I've seen, I've seen bits. Okay, the final series of the Clone Wars... Was Clone Wars season seven? Obviously, Star Wars: The Clone Wars 2008 was the uh, great uh, Dave Filoni helmed with George Lucas at the at the side. Uh, the Star Wars animated series, the 3D animated series, CGI animated series that took the events between Episode two and Episode three. So the Clone Wars effectively and much expanded them into uh, into sort of a richer medium. And now the Clone Wars is this sort of very uh, savoured thing among um, Star Wars fans. And if we didn't have the Clone Wars. We probably wouldn't have had things like Rogue One, Star Wars Rebels, um, The Mandalorian especially. We wouldn't have yeah. had any of this good content. I wouldn't have had The Bad Batch either. True. Because when Disney bought Star Wars back in 2012-2011, The um, Clone Wars was cancelled unceremoniously after a season six that aired on Cartoon Network. And it was made for Cartoon Network. Uh, they took it off there, took it off Netflix, everything. And when they brought out Disney Disney Plus, their own streaming service, they were like, oh, we can bring back the Clone Wars. So they, they revamped some of the old episodes. We had some sort of previs animation of these episodes, right? We had some previs animation of these episodes. Some arcs were some arcs were lost to the lost to time, but some arcs survived. And one episode arc that did survive was the Bad Batch. And this series uh, advanced on at first when they, when this series was announced, when the Bad Batch series was announced, I was like, these guys? These guys who've had what three episodes in the entire Clone Wars series? Yeah, you know these guys are getting the sequel show, but I feel like I feel like my concerns have been laid to rest, and they've really delivered and almost over delivered it at some points. Okay, interesting opinion. Could you give me your, your first thoughts? Okay, so um, I get yeah. So remember we mentioned this in Clone Wars. I was more of a casual fan of Clone Wars. You've seen them multiple times. Actually, yes. Um, I, in twenty twenty, in twenty twenty, when the world shut down, <laughs> I committed myself to fully watch rewatching the Clone Wars again for the second time round. Yes, I'd seen it all first when I was when I was you know a, a young teen, but now as an adult, I'm like I'm going to appreciate it again. I'm going to watch it all the way through again, and I did. So yes, I've seen the Clone Wars the entire series a total of twice. Yes, um, to be fair, first episode very good. I enjoyed it. I did not know who these people were until the first episode. Yes. Right, so I did not know the back to batch existed before this until we saw them. And introduction wise, great. We've come in, they save the day, they're the red of reinforcements, there's only five of them. Cool. Yeah. Crosshair turns evil. Great. Awesome. You were Sets dropped up. in, you were dropped into it well and truly. 
Exactly. And it sets up, there's your villain and crosshair, there's your, there's your heroes, there's Omega, who's going to come there's in later on. Exactly. There's all yeah. this stuff happening straight away. Yeah. Cross, crosshair is, is the one that turns against the rest of the squad. And the squad is, we've got Hunter. He's yep. the Rambo. He's <laughs> got the special tactics, the special... Apparently, uh... he's not supposed to be Rambo. He's supposed to be the guy from Predator. Not Schwarzenegger. Oh, well... <laughs> yeah, Schwarzenegger. Well, 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 you know, they're one and the same, I always thought. Pretty much. Very Rambo-ish character. <laughs> but um, we've got... We've got a hunter in there. He's your, he can he can like he's got special sensors. He can track and figure things out really quickly. He's your, he's a tracker. Then we've got Wrecker. He's the heavy muscle. He's the big yes. man. He is he's strong. He's not the brightest, but he's he's strong. He's he's powerful. He's got the big guns. He's got the big weaponry. You know? Then we've got um, we've got Tech. He's the the tech expert. He's the guy with the technology. He's the guy. He's the weird brain. He's the he's the smart guy of the group. And then we've got Echo. And Echo comes. From the Clone Wars, yes. Uh, Echo probably has the richest history out of all of them, mm. because Echo isn't a Echo isn't a genetically modified clone like the rest of them. Echo is what they call a reg, a regular clone, but he has been given his modifications by uh, by the Techno Union when he was captured in season seven of the Clone Wars. Because Echo has probably the richest history. Echo was throughout the Clone Wars series. He was in Domino Squad, which is a squad of clone troopers that all. Uh, Sort of was, was brought out of the war, brought out their sort of a menial position on this moon base, and they're brought to fight in the front lines with Anakin Skywalker. But then they all sort of had horrible fates. You know, one of them was like eaten by a worm. One of them like blew up in the base. Uh, Echo was like trying to rescue some people from the Citadel arc in the Citadel arc of the Clone Wars in season three, and blew up in a shuttle crash. And we thought, oh, Echo's dead. You know, awful. Fives, Fives gets in the last member, last surviving member of the squad that we know of. Fives was in a clone trooper called Fives. Fives was in um, a conspiracy about Order sixty six and about the uh, the control chips in the clones, which actually is a big factor of the Clone Wars and a big factor of the Bad Batch as well. Um, about these uh, inhibitor chips, and Fives was about to discover it. And right as he was about to discover it and unveil the truth, he was um, unceremoniously murdered as well by the Coruscant Guard. So, um, but then um, we have Echo, who was brought back. He's survived, and now he's a member of the squad. He's got a, he's got a, like a, it's got a name. Why don't I know what it's called? Archer D two has them. The like the little things that plug into the, <laughs> plug into the little sockets, and he can manipulate the computers and manipulate the systems. He's like the. I always thought it was a bit weird having Tech and Echo on the same because they can't yeah. do the same job most of the time. Pretty much, yes. They're both kind of the tech guy, but I guess Echo is Echo is more of like the hands-on, yeah, the hands-on, you know, in the mainframe, in the computer. Whereas Tech is like the hacker, I guess. Tech is the hacker, and he can he can use that he can use all this stuff, and Echo like Echo manipulates it. Is the best way. And you've already mentioned Crosshair. He's the sniper. Yes. He's the sniper, and he um, complies with. Order sixty six when it is uh, issued by Emperor Palpatine. In that first episode, man, I don't want to go. I don't want to. Right, we do a full episode on. We do a full yeah. also on the first episode. I'm not going to mention it anymore. But that first episode is a masterclass. I enjoyed it so so very much. It just felt like Star Wars again, and I was like, yes, I've 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 waited too long. It was, yeah, it it, it was a good start. Maybe even a, a, a too good of a start, to be honest. Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, because for a 16-episode series, yes. we have a lot of episodes that yes. are 
the, what I call, like to call quest episodes. The Mandalorian has it suffers from this as well. Quest mm. episodes. Where it's like, oh, we have to go to a place and get a thing. Yes. And that happens and that happens quite a bit. Like, oh, we have to go to this separatist control planet to get this senator. Oh, we have to go to this moon base to get this worm. Oh, we have to go to this old ship to get this to 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 get this device you know yeah. that kind of we get like a lot we get like four or five episodes of that and that's a good a good quarter third of the series i mean but but, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of that whenever like whenever like sid came up that's that's kind of when for me it was a bit like ooh, okay and it's yeah, like oh, okay is, cool you, you're going to work after they yeah after they leave the clone army and after they're forced away from Kamino, they require work and they hook up with Sid, who's this, who's this Trandoshan arms, yeah. arms dealer character, who's like, oh, I'm, I I can give you work. I, I can give you work in the galaxy. That's how she says Yes. Um, yes, this female Trandoshan, a Sid, who gives them a work. Well, every time she turns up, you're like, oh, not another one of these episodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go to a place and get a thing. Go to a place and get a thing. Go to a place yeah. and get a thing. But that's, but that's honestly the biggest not criticism. That's the biggest fault I can find with it. The episode episodes do just end up like that. Like, what's the point? I mean, it's well because in Rebels it's... they wouldn't do that in Rebels. Everything mm. would have a point in Rebels. You'd think the filler episodes wouldn't mean anything, but later in the series they'd use that thing, or the things would come back that they'd saved or whatever, and there was a point to it. But in the Bad Batch, I've I've not, I've not seen that. Like, the, what, the worm came back in that one episode with that guy who's <laughs> not Visago from Rebels? Yeah. Know? I mean, it's 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 the second drawback for me. There's, there's another one, but we'll get mm-hmm. to that later on. Okay. Um, let's talk... Let's, we've talked about our heroes, right? Yes. Let's talk about our villains. Okay. Let's talk about Crosshair. Let's talk about um, mm-hmm. Grand Moff Tarkin. Let's talk about... Um, Oh no! Why is his name suddenly escaped me? Adm- um, Admiral Rampart. That's his name. Yes. Uh, Vice Admiral Rampart, who actually I mean, people don't know, he's actually turned up in Star Wars before. He was in, I think, he was in one of the novels. All right. As a very minor know. character, but he's come back here. It wouldn't surprise and me. We have Admiral Rampart, who is yeah, exactly. You wouldn't know that. Um, it's it's one of the again, like we saw a comic or something. Yeah, it's like we saw it in the first episode that one green trooper in the first episode has a name. He's already been in something. <laughs> he does. He's called Commander Gray. He's called. Yeah. Uh, I think no, I think it's Captain Gray. Sorry. And there's that like there's that one guy from the Clone Wars who appears in like one scene. He's also in the Bad Batch. <laughs> Is he? Who are you re- think, re- referencing? I think so. I watched someone else's review and it explained that the guy who helps them go undercover was in like one scene in the Clone Wars, and they brought him back. The guy like the weird sideburns, like the Wolverine sort of. Mutton chops. Oh right. Apparently, he's in the Clone Wars for like one episode, or something. Uh, Problem. I don't know who you're talking about there, but um, you know what episode it was in? It's the one where like they go undercover, and I think he's the guy's wearing like a hat, and they're kind of like trying to disguise themselves. Um. Oh, oh, Cutler Quayne. Yes, I think. Yes, oh yes, he was actually. He was in one episode. He was in an episode on Salukamai where Captain Rex, Captain Rex crashes on Salukamai after a big battle, right? Yeah. And and he has to. I, I love as soon as I get it. As soon as I get it, I'm on it, right? Yeah. This is me with my Star Wars knowledge. Sometimes people are vague, but as soon as they're specific <laughs> enough, I'm like, I know exactly who that is. Um, 
Cutler Quain, yeah. He was a deserter from the Battle of Geonosis. And, That's it. Um, I try, I'm trying to think of the word deserter. Yeah, he was a deserter from the Battle of Geonosis, and Captain Rex, like, shacked up with him and helped, like, save his family from, like, an attack of commando droids. Mm. So, so Captain Rex is, like, friends, and that's why Captain Rex says to, oh, you should go back and meet this guy on Salukamai. He'll, like, give you work or something. He'll give you something to do. Um, and we get a lot of that in, in this series. We get a lot of retreading Clone Wars steps. Like, yeah. oh, here's Captain Rex again, which is yeah. great. I'm, I'm never going to say no to Captain Rex. Captain Rex is one of my favourite, possibly, possibly the, the favourite of my Clone Wars characters. Out of the original Rex characters, like, you know, Anakin or Obi-Wan or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Rex is fantastic. Also canon in the films. He's yeah. there. <laughs> is Rex there? It, you think it's it's the re- Cody? It, no, no, it, Rex is confirmed canon in one of the live-action films. It, he, I don't think it was meant to be him, but there's a guy in a film with a massive white beard, and I think Star Wars has confirmed that's Rex. Oh, yeah, yeah. Episode in, in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yes. There's a rebel there who's who, who they're saying is Captain Rex. Which is like, okay, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, said that... In, I don't know if yeah. that's your intention, but I mean, I'll take it. Well, no, I think it was done. I think it was done completely on accident. Yeah, I think in, in Star Wars Rebels season two, <laughs> Captain Rex returns. Right, he's got this big white beard. He's dressed in yeah. his, his clone armor, and in season three, they have him wearing like Endor getup, like camo yes. and stuff. And people are saying, is this, is, it, is it meant to be that guy? Because in, in Legends, he's called Nick Sant because he looks like Santa. Right. <laughs> okay. In Legends, he's called Nick Sant. But we know that Nick Sant it does exist in canon, but it might not be that guy anymore. Yeah, that guy might be Rex. So it's very, it's very, it's very muddled. <laughs> but we we can assume that Rex. It's confirmed that Rex did fight in the Battle of Endor. Yes, and he was a, and he was a commander at that point. So it's highly possible that he could that he could have been that guy. It's also funny because that guy actually dresses up as a scout trooper. <laughs> And Rex complains multiple times in Rebels how bad the Stormtrooper armor is. <laughs> so I think that's funny as well. But but back to the Bad Batch, right? Yes. We've got Crosshair, who's probably maybe a shoe in for my favourite character of the series. He's... And I really like his growth, especially yeah. in those last two episodes. He's right, he, he's definitely up there. The, the, what I call the final episode, which isn't the final episode, it's the second to last episode. Um, and the whole reveal of the chip, and if yeah. if he's if he's actually has it removed, or if he doesn't have it removed, and he's saying he has, like the whole thing from the start to the end of Crosshair and him believing in the Empire, and he's not brainwashed, mm. and he's going, no, this is what I want, this is what I believe in. I like that, and I like him as a villain. I think I also prefer him, just because with like Tarkin, I kind you kind of know who he is, and Crosshair's new really? for me. So I kind of like that, like new person for me to kind of go. Okay, who's that person? Whereas the oh, others, you like, you like sort of a newer. You don't, yeah, that's funny. That you take an opposite stance to many Star Wars fans, who p- people have this concern with Mandalorian season two that there hmm. was too. It was like cameo city. <laughs> like oh, it made it. It made it made it made it feel like the galaxy was very small. Yeah. Like oh like, oh here's Ahsoka here's Boba Fett here's. <laughs> Here's, you know, all the big characters you know and love kind of thing. And yeah, sure, that's good for a nostalgia pop, but yes. it's not good for a series when you're trying to ham-fist people in there who we know. And we get a bit of that in the Bad Batch as well. We get actually we get quite a fair amount of that in the Bad Batch. Like, oh, here's Fennec Shand, remember her. Here's yeah. Cad Bane, remember him. Yep, here's Toto360, remember him. Here's <laughs> Grand, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, remember him. Here's 
Cutler Quayne, remember this guy? Here's, <laughs> yeah, like that, you know, here, here are clone commandos, remember these guys. Here's Scorch, remember him. You know, there's a lot of that. You get a lot of that. <laughs> You're rattling them off. I am, because I remember them. Here's Lama, here's Lama Sue, remember him. <laughs> here's Tom Wee from Camino, remember them. But it's, it's, it's a lot of that. Um, yes. Here's Nala Say from Clone Wars Season 6, remember her. It's it's a lot of that. But going on to actually going on to the Camino and the Kaminoans, they're given a mm. lot of time in this series, which I really appreciate. Often Star Wars will like shuffle the alien characters under the rug. To be for, fair. For for preference of the more of the more human characters. Because there's a there's a theory around that like that shows that have aliens in it, like Star Trek yeah. or whatever, never really focus on them. Like we never get an episode about, you know, uh, Worf or Spock or whatever, they're just given like sort of fleeting backstories. Yeah. But here, they give, the Kaminoans get a lot of time, and I'm very appreciative of that. Because, like, yeah, we need, like, the Kaminoan society is actually really, really interesting if you look into it. There's like hour long videos on YouTube describing all of this. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give you the download. You can look at that for yourself, people. But yeah. the society of the Kaminoans and what, and how they use this cloning technology and where it all, where it all's come from, like, Camino wasn't originally a, a, a water planet. They had to build the cities above the water because they had such the flooding was so. Cam, uh, Camino was just covered in this massive, this huge flash flood that covered the entire planet, and they built their cities above the water, and they find those like dragon things that that fly around. The, well, they used to find the air. They find the water now, and they fly around on the air, right? And the Kaminoan hierarchy is based on things like on like eye color and. Their sort of their, their intelligence and everything everything it's it's somewhat dark as well because the Kaminoan society like their cloning is incredibly selective who gets what position depending on depending on your level of intelligence or level of intuition it's all you know if you're a politician if you're a scientist if you're if you work in the cloning if you you know mop the floor in the cafeteria that kind of stuff that's all determined preset determined before birth so it's 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 really interesting to me. I really appreciate that. That's a very that's a side of Star Wars I enjoy. A lot of the alien sort of physiology and their societies. I really enjoy that. But yeah, with I the mean, with the Kaminoans, yes. they're given a decent amount of like like you get to know Nala Say. Mm-hmm. And who actually in season six was like one of the biggest villains. Because she tries to prohibit prohibit fives multiple times from finding out about the inhibitor chips. Yeah. And she like sort of conspires with the Chancellor Palpatine and conspires with Lama Su and Count Dooku even to keep these chips under wraps from the Jedi. But now we see her and she's sort of painted in a more sympathetic light because Omega, who's the, a new, another new character to this series, is sort of given to be her sort of redemption in a way. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I liked the stuff on Camino in this. I really liked mm. the stuff on. Those Camino. are some of my favorite sections. I, I kind of wish they did more of it and just kind of like took away some of the filler stuff and just focused more on Camino. <laughs> yeah, me too. Actually, I Camino. wish that's. I would have loved to have seen more of Camino. Yeah, because it's because it's one of the most interesting parts of Star Wars. That that whole part, and sure, right, Attack of the Clones isn't a good film, okay? Uh-huh. Not really, but those, those sections on Camino, yeah, on on Geonosis, but, on, but as well, but on Camino with Obi Wan Kenobi. And learning about the clones and Django Fett—that's that's some of the best parts of the film, I think, to me. Yes. And Camino is is a location we've seen in the Clone Wars, 
um, from season three, season six, um, season two, the Battle of Camino. That was one of the greatest couple of episodes. The really great arc where General Grievous attacks Camino, and we see uh, all that the bridges falling down, and those big sort of octopus droids, the the, the tri droids climbing on the side of the building, and it's really it's really awesome stuff. They they blew it out of the park for that one. I think I think they went over budget on some episodes in the Clone Wars season two for the Camino arc, so George Lucas kind of had to front the money himself, um, which proves how much he supported the series. But yeah. Um, Clone Wars does that. Clone Wars is just that that amazing. Um, mm. But yeah, the Camino stuff is is some of the best that we see in in um, the Bad Batch, and we get we get a lot of Clone Wars um, Clone Wars tech coming back. Obviously, uh, V Wings. I was very excited about that in the first episode. You were very excited about the V Wings. <laughs> we never see we never saw V Wings in Clone Wars, <laughs> and I was like, where are the V Wings? Because these guys were like in Episode Three, and they were flying around. You get to play as them in like Battlefront Two and stuff. They're yeah. like my favourite vehicle in Battlefront 2, nipping around as a V-Wing. You know, I'm like, where are the V-Wings? I've got like a Lego <laughs> set of a V-Wing. I'm like, where's where are the V-Wings? And we finally got V-Wings in the series. I was like, oh, finally. Yeah, finally V-Wings. Um, we get the Ven- the Venator-class Star Destroyers are back. Took a long time. There was like a campaign to like get them into the series. Because mm. like, we didn't think they would be. Because it, like, it got to like episode like... 12 or 13 or something and we hadn't seen a venator class star destroyer we're like where are the venators where are they and, we, and people were dreading this like oh we, i hope it's not an imperial class star destroyer or something like that if they yeah. do show up because that's too because they don't show up at that point in the war at that point when the empire when, when it's early early empire they're still using clone wars tech right okay they're still using clones they're still using v-wings they're still using because they haven't transitioned yet they haven't fully transitioned yet, so we've got no Imperial Star Destroyers, we've got no TIE Fighters. People were worried that just with one episode and suddenly they're all there. Like, mean, where do they come from, you know? Massive tangent over. Time to go back to our villains. We've got Crosshair. If you said you, you like Crosshair, I really like Crosshair. Yeah. Um, I like his armour. I like that he sort of has that black, sort of Death Trooper-esque armour from yeah. the one, right? It's, it's very good. Sort of Shadow Trooper armour from Legends. I like that. His, his elite squad as well has that sort of black phase two clone armor. The yeah, the shadow troopers, and I, I I like that a lot. I really do. But and also we have Grand Moff Tarkin as well, who I you know I'm a Grand Moff Tarkin You're fan. Massive right? fan of Tarkin, you are indeed. Massive fan of Tarkin. I, I love the book by James Lucino. I've met Guy Henry, the guy that played Tarkin in Rogue One. Um, I'm a big fan of Peter Cushing as well. I really, I, every time I watch episode four, which is often. Hmm. I um, always appreciate the talking sections. I know all his scenes are off by art. Um, it's it's. I'm, I'm a big I'm a big talking fan. I don't know why, but I am. I like the Imperial <laughs> officers. I'm always an Imperial officer fan. I think like Tarkin, Thrawn, uh, you know, General Tag, all those guys, uh, Admiral Piet. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Imperial officers, and I think I like Admiral Rampart as well. He's a good addition. Yeah, he's sort of the he's sort of like a proto Tarkin. Like we can't have Tarkin all the time, right? But but we can have because he's off doing other stuff like building the Death Star and things like that, and overseeing things. But we, so we have Rampart as our sort of second, as our sort of uh, uh, Imperial officer, Imperial Admirality enemy, and I appreciate hmm. that. And Rampart's got I, I like Rampart. He's that sort of like Imperial sleaze, posh Imperial sleaze. It's like, oh yes, I'm going to arrange my star destroyers. We're going to attack this. We're going to fight. You may fire when ready. You know that's yeah, that's a talking line, but um. Rampart's like that. He's like, open, open fire on the city. 
you know, and then all the, all the relatives go do 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 and blow blow. That was a cool. I love that sequence. Oh, it's very sad, good sequence. but I love it. it was very it's good sad, sequence. but I love it when you think about it. Because they do a lot of that in Bad Batch. They do a lot of like, right, the Clone Wars is over. We're gonna yeah. kill all the things you love about the Clone Wars. Yes. <laughs> and they do that more than once. They go, oh, I think I think I knew it was going to happen when. Well, no, they bring stuff back because like Cad Bane comes back. Cad Bane's back. He's a bit right. older, but he's back. Yeah, yeah. I remember Cad Bane from the club? I fr- I parked, I freaked out because I thought he was dead. Yeah. I mean, because I... those there were unreleased Clone Wars season seven arcs that show yeah. him and Boba Fett like in like a Western duel, like what what Cad Bane and Hunter have. Yeah. And and Boba Fett like does Boba Fett shoots and Cad Bane shoots at the same time. And Cad Bane's hat flies off and he falls down, and Boba Fett's helmet flies off, and you see that dent in because Boba Fett's helmet has a dent in his forehead. Yeah, that's how I got that dent from that door with Cad Bane, and I was like, "Oh, does that mean Cad Bane's dead?" And that's what we all assumed, right? Hmm. But then, but then you, then you, it's what is what was it, episode four, episode five, I think, episode six. Yeah, one of them. Hunter and Omega get up to the platform, and all the clo- all the clones that are guarding the shuttle, the enemy clone troopers, are all they're all dead or whatever. Yeah. And you get like that Western music, and then you hear Cad Bane's voice, and he's standing there in the shuttle doors, and I'm like, oh, I've cheered at that. I was, so, I was, I thought I had no idea Cad Bane was coming back. I normally I know a couple of things, like I like to know a bit about the series. I'm like, right, okay, who's, what's yeah. this happening? What's going to happen here? Kind of thing. I don't like to spoil it for myself, but I just like to know what the gist is, right? But yeah. I had no idea Cad Bane was coming back. That was a complete shock to me, and probably to you as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I I knew him from he's one of the people from Clone Wars I remember from Clone Wars. Granted, yeah, well, he's very great original characters. He's very visually striking. You kind of can't forget him. Mm. Um, and yeah, I was I was, I was glad he's back. I, I knew who he was. It's very good. I see. I don't mind it if every now and then people come back, especially with someone like Cad Bane, who you don't really see much of. Like no. he's, well, he's see known. Much, I think he only has like. Mm. Yeah, it's like he's known, he's recognisable, but he doesn't get much screen time as like always other people do. Yeah, he was one of those great orig- original characters, you know, voiced by yeah. Corey Burton. He's like the guy from Good, the Bad and the Ugly, like a Star Wars cowboy. He's the yes. Star Wars Gordon Slinger, I guess, Cad Bane, Bounty Hunter. He is, he, I think he only has like eight, eight, ten episodes in, in the entire Clone Wars series, in the whole like seven seasons. Yeah. He's not got much, but he's one of those guys that stick with you. It's the voice, it's the look, it's the he's a Duros, red eyes, blue big blue head, big hat. He's the he's that kind of character. He's got the you know, gravelly voice and he's got those two blaster pistols that sound really cool. They go like like that when he fires mm. them. And they're 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 really cool. And immediately he's immediately a threat. I like that. Yes. I don't like when they bring back a villain and they turn him into like a turn him into a wasp. Cad Bane immediately almost kills Hunter, shoots him in the chest, bang, dead, <laughs> yeah. dead eye, dead shot, nothing personal, kid. Then snatches Omega, and that's the, that's the setup for the next couple episodes. Yeah. I like that. Boom, on the scene immediately, immediately a threat. And then we get his stuff with Fennec Shand, who comes back. Ming Na Wen, back again. It's Fennec Shand from The Mandalorian, younger version. Did you remember her? Kind of. You watched Mandalorian, I, didn't you? I, again, I've seen bits. I, it's what I, there were own characters were like. I had to search up. Is this someone that I recognise, or is it like some, someone new? And I was like, oh, okay, is no, this person? That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, Fennec Shand is a is a character from the Mandalorian. 
played by Ming Na Wen. She was in season one, one episode, and then she killed or got killed by um, Toro Calican, this other bounty hunter. Yeah. And then at the end, we see someone walk up to her. At the end of the episode, we don't know who it is, but it revealed in season two that person was Boba Fett, and that Fennec Shand is now like a cyborg. She's been rebuilt by Boba Fett, and she like works for him now. It's like bodyguard, yeah. sniper, you know. And that's um, that's the sort of dynamic they have, and it's really cool as well. And also, she's going to be in end of the end of this year, Christmas. We're getting the book of Boba Fett, the mini series starring Timur Morrison, Boba Fett, live action, Ming Na Wen back as Fennec Shand. Looking forward to that. But back to the Bad Batch. Yes. <laughs> we um, keep doing that. We have... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back to the Bad Batch. It's Star Wars, man. It just gets me going, you know? <laughs> it's Star Wars, man. This is my lifeblood. But we have... We have Fennec Shan back again. We have Cad Bane. We have all these yep. other guys. Um, uh, again, like Kamino, like Lama Sue and uh, Nala Sane, Tom... Tom, Tom Way was given a bloody bad deal. Tom Way, like from <laughs> Attack of the Clones... Like, sure, sure, she's not the most recognisable character. She's not like Obi-Wan Kenobi or whatever. She's not Darth yeah. Vader, okay? But Tom Way was in episode two, given a decent, like, ten minutes of screen time, a few lines, right? And she gets, she gets one line in the Bad Batch. They brought the original actress back. How hard is that? They tracked down the original <laughs> actress from Attack of the Clones, got her back to do one line of dialogue, and then yeah. she's killed off. I felt like... But I felt that was somewhat symbolic in a way, like it's the death of the death of the Clone Wars, the death of these the yeah. clones that have, that have come from these Kaminoans, and it's that was that was sad for me. I was like, oh, Tom Way, they killed off Tom Way oh, for Attack of the Clones. I was mortified. Um, <laughs> but then we have then into the late half. I think it's those last five episodes. Right. That pick up those last two, three episodes when they when they head head to that sort of facility on Daro. Do you remember the yes. clone commando facility? And they rescue Gregor, who's in Star Wars yep. Rebels, who's also in the Clone Wars. He survives this big this big explosion and uh, saving the droid squadron. And they say, "Oh, I'll come back. I'll make my way back." And he must have done to back to the Republic to like to train clones. But then he has to train these these stormtrooper. Pro- Prototype, which I'm, I'm glad they did that and just automatically have stormtroopers one day. Again, it's the argument about the Tie Fighters. Yes, you've got to have a prototype, else it's not going to be realistic to the universe. Yeah, these, these are like prototype, almost Phase Three clone troopers, prototype stormtroopers. They're humans. They're not, they're not, um, they're not clones. But the clone commandos who come back from Star Wars: The Clone Wars, we get clone commandos. Yep, from Republic Commando, mm-hmm. and who turns up? But Scorch, a member of Delta Squad. Do you remember he's like the black and yellow clone commander? Yeah. Do you remember him from that episode? Yeah. He's in the game Republic Commando, if you've heard of it. And he's oh, a member okay, of Delta Squad, which is like the most famous clone commando unit. And yeah. He's like a little he's like a little mini boss for the episode, and I and I like that. <laughs> you know, he's running around, he's jumping over jumping over elevators and stuff and like beats up tech and shoots Gregor and he's he, he's like an action character. I like I like um him very much. I like I, I like how Scorch appeared in this episode. Um, so that was Canon Scorch, by the way. Yeah. Because people were like, there was an episode guide, and one of the notes said, "Oh, this clone commando was painted to resemble Scorch." So we don't know whether it was him or not. But but Wikipedia, which is a uh, Wikipedia, sorry, the Star Wars <laughs> Wikipedia, which is confirmed to be Canon, has said that that is Scorch. So fair enough. We know that that was Scorch. But I think the best. Th- Right, I might I might have to go into sort of 
uh, fan theory territory, and please do stop me. But okay. The last episode, the last scene of the last episode. Oh god, here we go. Is Nalasay arriving on what you assume is that same mountain facility on Daro, right? Because uh-huh. clone commando, clone commandos are there, V wings are there, you know. Um, but it's not. It's actually Wayland, and Wayland is a a, a planet from. Um, this is this has been confirmed, by the way. There was an episode guide that has an image of that mountain, that mountain base, and it's confirmed to be Wayland, and it's confirmed to be Mount Tantis. Yeah. And Mount Tantis is like the Emperor's storehouse on Wayland for all this sort of creepy, sort of dark side cloning technology and all this sort of military experiments all happening on Mount Tantis in Wayland. It was like the Emperor's storehouse. And and Wayland has been mentioned before in canon. I think it was in like a Darth Vader comic or a Darth Vader uh, VR game or something. They basically mentioned that Wayland is like the Emperor's sort of the Emperor's playground for for dark side experiments and cloning cloning science and stuff like that. Um, and it was confirmed at the end of the Bad Batch episode to be Wayland where Nala Sabre was taken to, because they they destroy Camino, they blow up all the Kaminoan cities, which is very which is very Empire by the way. That's a very Tarkin doctrine. Yes. You know, we we we've we've extracted all this technology, we've got all the clones out, we've we've moved all our forces elsewhere. Let's just blow it up. You know, just destroy it all, and then don't realize that hey, we may have needed that. You know, yeah. Or we've got this one cloning scientist, and that's it. But the person that walks out, do you remember the sort of scientist that approaches Nala Say and goes, "Oh, welcome to, welcome to our facility. We want to do some work with you, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, they're dressed in the exact same uniform as Doctor Pershing from the Mandalorian. They've got the Kaminoans okay. sort of patch on their sort of Cameron Owens cloning patch on their shoulder and they're dressed in the same sort of medical uniform and they're wearing the same sort of goggles. Like, oh, they must be affiliated with whatever Dr. Pershing was up to with with a Grogu, Baby Yoda. Yeah. So that's that's very interesting to me. I'm I'm I hope we do that in season two. I hope we either go to Mount Tantis or we have more of what they're doing in there. Because I think I think it's it's, you know, a plot to create either clone bodies from the Emperor or new sort of cloning New cloning technology, a new clone army, something like that. That might that might be highly possible. So, true. Uh, the 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 the, sting, the the last episode, I'll admit, the last episode felt very sort of dull to me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what the the because the second to last was was fantastic. Yes, it was it was amazing. Yep, it was. We get crosshair. He he so he kills his own man again, and um. He like confronts the bad bastards. I've had my I've had my chip removed, and I and I want you to join me, join the empire, and together we can together we can you know rule the galaxy as the greatest bad batch ever, kind of thing. Yeah. And Hunter's like, no, we can't do that. We've got to stay together, stick together. And then they fight all the drones. They fight all the robots together, and the theme kicks in, and and Crosshair's fighting alongside them. Uh, but they don't they don't make up, and they have to they have to run, they have to escape the facility as Admiral Rampart orders the Star Destroyers to blow up the city. And yeah. they do their old bombardment, which is always a cool sequence. Thrawn does it loads in Rebels. It's always amazing. And fire all the turbulators down on the city. And blow, blow up all the city. And and they're, they're running. They're escaping. And I think, right, okay, they're going to get back to the ship. And then we're going to have the last episode. And it's going to be a real corker. They're like, 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 they're going to go onto the Star Destroyer or something. And try and take out Abra Rampart or whatever. Uh, but no, they're trapped in a room. Then they're trapped in a different room. Then they're trapped in a different room. Then they go up some pods, and that's it. Yes. Like, way to underwhelm me, Bad Batch. Way to give me two, three amazing episodes, 
all up to the penultimate, the penultimate episode, which was probably the best of the series, I thought, and then sort of blow it off at the end. You ended with a whimper, Bad Batch. You didn't end with a bang. The, the last episode is, for me, it's, it's, it, it, it didn't need to be there. It really did not need to be there. It could have ended. It could have ended with the Star Destroyers destroying the Cameron facility. End yes. on a cliffhanger, right? Yep. I mean, that like, would have been great. That would have been. Yeah. I actually, I actually would have preferred that. I to be fair, I would have preferred if I just didn't watch the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Left it there, you know. Yeah. Left it there. Get that cliffhanger in there. Well, that would what a cliffhanger ending, right? Imagine that. Right? Crosshair's like, will you join me when you join the Empire? And Hunter's like, oh, maybe I should. And then just as he does it, it's like Rampart's like open fire on the city. And then the city's blowing up and you're like, did they make it out? Did they make Has the Empire won? You know, did did they escape? Did did they join the Empire? What happened? You know? What 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 a cliffhanger to leave you on tenterhooks for the next series, right? Yeah. But no, we have we have (laughs) <laughs> in the water with this robot and this and these pods and 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 standing on like a platform and crosshair gets left behind. Yes, which also but, uh, <laughs> I was informed that crosshair should technically uh, drown at this point because the platform hasn't got a, sh- a, sh- a ship on it, so the platform would now just go down with him standing on it. It would. <laughs> that platform only activated when there was a ship on it <laughs> above it, so we've left him to die. Yep. Uh, also, the Empire's not going to care. Hunter never takes his headband off, not even once. Which kind of, kind of, kind of annoying. Because like, also, like, there's, there's times where he's undercover, don't take it off. Gets the chip removed, don't take it off. It's like, come on, man. It's not that important. <laughs> he needs that headband. It's, well, it's the source of his power. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Maybe there's something also, hidden. Also, we get more of your. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get more. We get more of your favorite character. <laughs> the droid. Yeah, he's not dead. <laughs> not dead, no. I thought he was killed in the first so episode. I. I was yeah. like, oh, you, you're killing off Clone Wars characters like up the wazoo, which they do. Yes. Um, you're killing off Clone Wars characters up the wazoo. But um, no, AZ comes back, AZ3 returns, miraculously, in Camino, and we get more AZ3 action, which is, I think, which was what we're all begging for, Corey. That's what we all wanted. Yes, all wanted. more AZ... More AZ three action. Um, I, you know what? I liked it when he. I, I think he should have stayed, stayed dead. <laughs> because I was like, I don't, I don't dislike the character of this little medical droid. But I'm like, you yeah. know what? That was a good statement to go. You know what? We don't care about the Clone Wars. We're doing our own thing. But still, it still feels like the Clone Wars. But it feels like everything you love in the Clone Wars is going to die. Because that's really sad, and that affects it. Because we yeah. spent the Clone Wars learning about the Jedi, learning about the clones, and in one action, in one, you know, Order 66 execution, all the clones have been turned, and it doesn't matter who you are, they're after you. Yes. And that's and that creates a stern point. When you see AZ-3 shot by that Coruscant Guard guy, who I still think is Commander Devis, uh, or Thyre, or someone like that, shoots him, and you're like, oh, what, they're, kill- they're, they're just killing him off. And I'm like, yeah, that's what should happen. Because that way there's, there's higher stakes and anyone could go at any time. Yeah. Which also is the same here. Because the only character we know is safe is pretty much Tarkin. True. Because he's in episode four. Yes. And he's in Rebels. So we know he's safe, I think. And yeah. we know that Fennec Shan's safe. We know that Fennec Shan's safe because she's the Mandalorian. Everybody else is up for grabs, basically. Yeah. 
because they're all original characters. Everybody else is up for grabs. Pretty much anyone who we see, who we know is like, who we know comes back, like Tarkin or Fennec Shand or not so much Cad Bane because we thought he was dead and now he's back. Yes. So I guess he can go again. <laughs> I guess he can die again if he wants. Um, and yeah, we have people back there. It's, it's, it, 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 it's you know, edgy you see kind of stuff sometimes. Like, oh, is this the moment where I thought that I thought we were going to lose Wrecker or lose Echo or someone like that by the end of the series? Yeah. But no, they will make it. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. We may end up doing a longer episode on this, I think. At some point. Because I, 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 I think there's more to say. But shall we transition to our... Transition our, our, to our, our ratings. ratings. Our ratings, yes. Corey, I'll let you go first. And ensure that you're the less experienced in the Star Warsian among us. Uh, 6.5. Which is possibly a bit lower than you were expecting. It was. I, I was drinking there, Corey. Uh, uh, 6.5 really I'm 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 shocked uh, no I'm I'm shocked but I'm not underwhelmed it was going to get a 7 okay and then it's going to get a 7 because I liked a lot of it and I didn't like some of it and I thought okay, okay. well a seven's fine it was still good still a decent watch and then the last episode happened so I was kind of like right mm. no it's, it should have ended before that so I knocked it down to a 6.5 do you think it was worth watching it? I think the good outweighs the bad, but I do think there's definitely some episodes that aren't needed. Right. But overall... Is it going to be more like a 13-episode series? Yeah. But overall, it's still decent. Um, I'm going to give it an 8. Okay. I was going to give it an 8.5. Right. But... Then I thought the same argument as you, and I thought, well, I didn't really like the finale. Yeah. And I thought it could have been a much shorter series. I thought they could have, they should have, they could, they could have cut that episode about the Rancor out. Yeah. Um, they cut that. They could have cut that episode about the guy that isn't Vizago from Star Wars Rebels. You know, the guy with the horns. Yeah. They'd have cut him out. Um. The, the the whole thing with like the whole thing we haven't even talked about this the whole thing where they basically do Star Wars Rebels for two episodes <laughs> yes where they bring back Hera and Chopper and they bring back Ryloth and Charms and Dula and everything yeah and the funniest Star Wars controversy that I've ever seen which I'm just going to tell you about now just because it's funny as just because it's funny as ever right there's a there's a Clone Wars character called called Orn Freetar right. He's the senator for Ryloth. He's this big Twi'lek. The fat, remember him? Do you remember him? The fat Twi'lek man. Yeah, yeah. He's blue. Yes. Do you remember him? I know who you mean. Yeah, him. Um, he gets... We thought he got, We thought he got killed at the end of the first episode, right? At the end of the first Ryloth episode, right? Yeah. Because Crosshair's up there. Cross, they try to stage like an assassination because Champs Dula tries to stop the prisoner transport. And Admiral Rampart's like, oh, you've done your job. You've done your job, Senator Tar. You've you've done your job. And he, like, signals to Crosshead. Crosshead, bang! Shoots shoots Ornfitar in the head. He's down. He's dead. Right? But, in canon, five years later, Ornfitar appears in a book about Darth Vader. So how is he dead? We don't know. The wiki said he was dead. And yeah. we're like, what? He can't have died from that because he's in this book. That set five. That sets five years after. Yeah. You know, he's not his clone. 
He's not. He's, he doesn't even say. It says that is all free tar, right? And and then in the episode afterwards, uh, in the episode afterwards, Admiral Rampart's making a speech to the to these this crowd of Twi'leks, and he says he says, "Do not worry, citizens. Your your senator is recovering and will soon make a will soon make a full return to 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 your to you or whatever, right?" They go, "Oh right, okay, he's alive. Yeah, he survived being shot in the head." By a blaster, it must not have been a high-powered blaster bolt. It must have been a low-powered blaster bolt, you know, to the head, to the skull, right? Yep. And then the first, the the, uh, the guy that does, I think this, the 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 sound design or something, the animation design or whatever for the Bad Batch, right? He's quite active on Twitter. And and the first thing he posted was, "I've never had so many so many tweets asking me about Orn Free Tar, <laughs> and if Orn Free Tar is okay, Orn <laughs> Free Tar is alive." <laughs> This 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 background character from episode two. This background character from episode two, who who was in like five episodes of the Clone Wars, and comes back in the Bad Batch, and is we thought he was dead, but he's not. He's alive, so he yeah. he does make it to that book. Hell of a headache though. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was. We had good characters in those couple episodes. I'm just going to mention it very quickly. Um, you know, Cham Syndulla, who comes back from the Clone Wars, and he's another character who comes back from the Clone Wars actually. Um, I forgot about those two episodes entirely. The um, and then Ch- Ch- uh, Champson Drew's wife was Hera's mother, and we get nods to rebels. Obviously, Chopper is there, and the Y wing that Chopper crashed in is there as well. Uh, Captain Hauser, which people sort of taken people's taken them into taken him into his heart, their hearts. You know, sort of blue painted clone commander captain. Sorry. Yeah, I know what you mean. Who makes that speech like, brothers, brothers? What are we doing? We saved yeah. the people of Ryloth, and now we're here to enslave them. Kind of, that, do you remember that? Hmm. That's that's become a bit of a meme now. That's got a bit of a meme now, where someone's doing like someone's doing an action they shouldn't be, and Captain Hauser comes out and says, "Brothers, what are we doing?" <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I. I had a good. I say I had a good time with the Bad Batch. This isn't a good time if it was bad. It was good. It, I felt like it was a worthwhile series and was a worthwhile sequel to the Clone Wars. Right? Do I think yeah. it will get seven series? No, probably not. Probably about three or four, like Star Wars Rebels did. Right? Yeah. Like three or four series is okay. Um. Or Resistance. Resistance only got two, but Resistance was panned. So probably, probably why. Um. Rebels got four, and the fourth season was shorter. I probably think the Bad Batch will, will do the same. We'll have three series that are full, full, you know, 16, 20 episodes, then get then get a, a final series that's about 10 or 13, I think. Or even less. So, that is those are our ratings for the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. I still have to do a weekly rec. You do. And it'll be pretty simple. It's Star Wars The Clone Wars, Season 7, Episode 1, entitled The Bad Batch. There we go. And it is the first appearance of <laughs> the Bad Batch in the in Star Wars. Yeah, it is their first appearance. It's it's the siege of an Axis um, in the Clone Wars, and we have Captain Rex, Commander Cody, uh, uh, Mace Windu, a character, favorite character of yours, Anakin Skywalker, Obi Kenobi. They're fighting against Admiral Trench on an Axis, and um, they call in the Bad Batch. As you know, this experimental clone unit uh, to, with modifications—they they they're in, and they have to rescue uh, 
they have to uh, take down, rescue Echo, and take down this stronghold on a Nexus. So uh, I think it's a good episode. It's it's the start of the sort of uh, the Bad Batch arc. There's an arc of episodes. I'm just going to recommend this first one then. Also because it's the first episode of it's the first episode of this of season seven. And yeah. Season seven was the season that sort of revived the Clone Wars for many people. Brought mm-hmm. it back on Disney Plus. Uh, animation style, same as before. Casts all back. Uh, D. Bradley Baker, who, who voices all the clones, even voices all the Bad Batch. He's like ninety percent of the voices on the Bad Batch. Yeah, you know he's talking to himself most of the time. Poor guy. Um, yeah, all D. Bradley Baker, uh, Matt Lanter, Anakin Skywalker. You know everything. Everyone's back. James Arnold Taylor. Um, he, they're all back and doing voices again for the Clone Wars, and it's just a great episode. I, I think it's a great episode, great introduction to the Bad Batch. Uh, and also sort of kicks off their series. It's part of those essential... They're starting to do that now on Disney+. Plus. They're doing like the essential episode collection or something, like Ahsoka, right? Yeah. They've got like the Ahsoka collection, where it's like loads of episodes of the Clone Wars that she's centric in, Star Wars Rebels episodes she's centric in because she appears in Rebels, then The Mandalorian. Because a lot of people watch The Mandalorian and, get, and went, who is this Ahsoka character and why is she so important, right? Yeah. You know, why is everyone on Twitter losing their minds over, over someone called Ahsoka? No idea. Because... People, because you know, people who don't watch Star Wars for or have been around Clone Wars, especially for the past few years, have no idea who Ahsoka is. And, and the Mandalorian such a smash hit, yeah. That everyone watches it, and then when they start bringing stuff like this up, they're like, "Who are, who are they? Like, you know, who's Bo Katan? Do you know who Bo Katan is? <laughs> is that a no? Name doesn't ring a bell. Right. Okay. Well. Oh well, maybe well maybe we should do an episode on a Clone Wars season or a series or something. <laughs> that might be interesting. We might be in store for that soon. But that's our weekly rec. It is uh, it is Clone Wars season seven. Star Wars: The Clone Wars season seven, episode one, The Bad Batch. So go out, go out yourself and go out. Have twenty five minutes and watch it. If you've got twenty five minutes left, spare in your day. Watch the episode. It's a good episode on Disney Plus. So there you go. Not a sponsor, but we have just spent the past fifteen minutes talking about a program that they have on their network. Yes. So. And uh, to close off this episode, uh, it's a goodbye from me, goodbye, and a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.